What is up, everybody? JT Sports here. Back to you guys with another episode of the JT Sports Podcast. On this episode, I wanted to come on and give my thoughts on Washington's 24-21 victory over Oregon State. For Jonathan Smith, this definitely is going to be a long flight home for him because Oregon State started this game out on absolute fire on offense. They got into the red zone on their first three offensive possessions. However, I think... You probably would be fair if you were to say that Oregon State kind of started this game out a little bit too aggressive on offense. Now, on their first possession, they went down the field, they scored. But on their next two possessions, they went into the red zone of Washington's twice and came up with no points because they decided to go for it on fourth down both of those times and they got stopped on both occasions, the announcers were puzzled. They were asking why not just go ahead, get some points up on the board and go up several possessions. I understand why the announcers said that because it's kind of common sense. You know, why go for it on fourth down when you have the opportunity to go up by two possessions. However, the field goal kicking for Oregon State hasn't really been reliable this year. Plus, you got to understand the fact that there were 40 mile per hour wind gusts during this game. So it makes sense why Jonathan Smith probably was hesitant to put the field goal unit out there. He probably wanted to try to go up multiple possessions with touchdowns instead of having to go up multiple possessions with field goals. Plus, that would have put more pressure on Washington. Oregon State, they're a team that likes to run the football. And with the conditions in this game, I felt like this was a game that was better suited for the style of Oregon State. Because you wouldn't expect Washington or any team to have success throwing the football with the way the wind gusts were in this game. But Washington and Michael Penix, they didn't care. They threw the ball 52 times in this matchup. And they were really effective once their offense finally got going after the first quarter. Michael Penix, I was really impressed with his performance in this game. And if they were giving out player of the game awards, he most definitely won it for Washington. His arm strength is absolutely insane. I mean, this dude was throwing some absolute dots in some really horrible weather. And if you are an NFL evaluator and you were just watching this game, I don't see how you don't have Michael Penix on your draft board, at least on your draft radar. Because yes, he does have a lot of things that he has to clean up. His accuracy is still really spotty. His footwork needs a lot of work. But golly, man, you don't find a lot of quarterbacks with this kind of arm strength every day. I mean, this dude was throwing some absolute missiles in this we- in this weather. And the opposing quarterback for Oregon State, you know, Jonathan Smith and company, they were pretty conservative. They didn't really need to throw the football all that much in the first half because they were so dominant when it came to the rushing attack. If you were a Washington fan, you might have caught a little bit of PTSD during the first half of this game 
to the UCLA loss. Because UCLA, you remember how they started off against Washington? On absolute fire, similar to Oregon State. But the difference between UCLA winning against Washington and Oregon State losing this matchup was Oregon State not producing in the red zone. You got to remember, Washington's red zone defense is top 20 in America. Oregon State's red zone offense hasn't really been all that great this year. So when Jonathan Smith was in that position and he had to make that decision, bring the field goal out, bring the field goal unit out there, try to get a field goal in some really tough weather, or do we try to keep the drive alive, try to be aggressive and try to go up and put six points on the board instead of settling for three? And I really like the aggressiveness from Jonathan Smith, but I probably would have at least attempted one field goal try out of these two attempts. Washington's offense was going to get going eventually. It was just a matter of when. And when they finally got going, Oregon State ran out of juice. Their offense couldn't get anything going in the second half minus the one touchdown drive that they were able to put together. Other than that, The fourth quarter was a complete nightmare for Jonathan Smith and this Oregon State football team. This fourth quarter went completely wrong for Oregon State on every single level. First, you had a power outage that lasted 15 minutes. Then you had to warm up, which lasted another 15 to 20 minutes. So all the momentum that you kind of gathered was gone after that because you had to regain it after the power came back on. And then you got outgained in the fourth quarter, 158 yards to 34 by Washington. Oregon State in the fourth quarter had this one drive that started off really well. But then once they got into Washington's territory, They had a false start penalty. Then right after that, they had a delay of game penalty, which put them in second and long. Then they threw a pass that ended up resulting in a six-yard loss. So that put them in third and long. Then they just said, bump it. We're just going to try the play field position. They ran the ball. They didn't really want to throw it. After that, Washington got the ball inside of the five, I believe. And you would think that Oregon State's defense, playing as well as they have all night, coupled with the fact that the wind conditions don't really make it easy for you having to go 92 yards down the field throwing the football, but Washington did it. And I was really impressed watching it. I was just in disbelief. I was really watching the game saying, bro, Washington is really throwing the football even though these wind gusts are absolutely insane. And I don't blame them because, I mean, you got a dude in Michael Penix who has 102 arm strength. You might as well. I mean, this dude, the final drive of this game was looking like the black version of Tom Brady. He was not missing. He was looking surgical tactical precision passing really great drive that Michael Penix put together 
to lead Washington to this win. And for Oregon State, you know, you look at how the weather played a role in the outcome of this game. You kind of thought that it would be more beneficial for Oregon State because Oregon State isn't really a team that throws the football as much as Washington. So with Washington having to fight the wind plus your secondary, you kind of were pretty confident about your chances. On top of that, your defense was playing really well. However, your offense in the fourth quarter absolutely got shut down by Washington's defense. And we got to give a lot of credit to Kalen DeBoer and his coaching staff for making the necessary adjustments in this game. Because first looking at this game, it looked like Oregon State was going to run all over Washington. It was going to be a blowout. However, Oregon State allowed Washington to stay in this game by their inability to move the chains on fourth down. And it's not like they were in fourth and long, neither. They were in fourth and short. And the fourth and short play calling really didn't make any sense to me. They had one play call where they put this one guy in that Wildcat. He's like the Wildcat quarterback. He can do it all. And he's had a lot of success in these similar situations. However, let's not act like we didn't know what was going to happen who the ball was going to, and what play they were running. We all knew they were going to run that quarterback run up the middle. Everybody saw it coming. And my thing is this. If you're going to run a design quarterback run on fourth and short, you might as well just go ahead and run it with your running back. And I felt that probably would have made more sense because Oregon State was averaging four yards per carry every time they tote the rock. So I don't really understand why have a design quarterback run in that situation where you're just having so much success running the football on the ground. There's really no reason to try to get special with it or try to get cute. Just line up in the eye formation and run the damn football for the two yards and get the get the first down and try to score the touchdown. But Oregon State, man, they just couldn't finish this game. And this is still a sign that Oregon State has some ways to go before we view them in contention or in the conversation for being contenders in the Pac-12 conference. They're not a bad team. As a matter of fact, they are on pace to finish out at eight wins, which was the record prediction that I had for them before the season started. You know, this team to their credit, exceeded my expectations in this game. I thought that Washington was going to come in and that they were going to win this game by at least 10 points or more. But Oregon's defense, like it has all year, played, well, Oregon State's defense, excuse me, like it has all year, played phenomenal. The secondary was really good. Washington, although they did have to fight with the win conditions, Their secondary, well, Oregon State secondary was really good. They had some really nice pass breakups. They were playing some really nice coverage. But in the fourth quarter, when they needed their secondary to step up and make big plays, they couldn't do it. And it might have just been one of those situations where their defense started to get a little fatigued. Washington started to get a lot of momentum. Let's not also forget that they were playing this game 
at home. Oregon State was doing this on the road. So Oregon State falls to 6-3 and three on the year. This loss probably ends their hopes at the Pac-12 championship game. It doesn't completely end it, but they definitely are going to need a lot of help and then some if they want to get into the Pac-12 championship. Meanwhile, for Washington, you're 7-2. and two. I do expect you to be ranked next week going into that big matchup against Oregon. That's going to be a really big game. And I think that it's a game that Washington has a very good chance at being able to pull the upset off in. But let me know how you guys feel about Washington's 24-21 victory over Oregon State down in the comment section down below. I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode of the JT Sports Podcast. Remember that the podcast is available on all podcasting platforms, wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Make sure that you check out the JT Sports Podcast. Leave a five-star review. And I will see you guys shortly with another episode of the JT Sports Podcast.